New digital technologies are driving a step change in enterprise business transformation. At the Digital Twin Podcast, we explore the intersection of technology and business. What should your digital twin look like? Hi, welcome to the Digital Twin Podcast. Your host, Omar Nahari. Today's topic is going to be uh, one of our favorites. It's um, really why should we digitally transform, really going into the benefits of digital transformation. With that, I bring Hari back in. Um, this is one of our topics, Hari, that we really like to kind of really expound upon. Why do we actually do this, right? Very fundamental question. Why transform and why digitally transform? Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of different reasons to do that. Um, a lot of different um, organizations are looking at different things and why they should be doing it. Um, as you can see, there's, you know, we, we opened up one of our little mind maps where we kind of organized our thoughts so that you guys can have somewhat of a, a visual of what we're talking about. But uh, there are a few things, but, um, you know, the obvious ones are close to, you know, things around how can we impact the revenue? How can we become more cost effective? You know, are there things that we don't know that are happening in an organization from an operational point of view, improvements that we can make? And um, a variety of things. But I think we could start with, you know, the big question around, you know, how are we really using digital transformation to transform our customers' experience, right, Hari? I mean, yeah. I think, I think at the end of the day, that really kind of all dr drills down to how do we improve that or how do we mm -hmm. you know, enhance that? I think we talked about this. I think revenue impact uh, as well as cost impact, both of them listed there, those are important points. But, you know, the, the foundation of a business, of an enterprise, really relies on customers and their own people. So, uh, you know, I think probably best to start there. Um, most every organization has um, a well-robust base of customers um, but the question is, through, through new digital technologies, can you get closer to them? Can you be more intimate with them? Can you know them better? Can you, um, can you have their pulse? Whether you have a new product or existing product line, how do you know? Um, how do you read those customers? And do digital offer a new and better way to do that? Are we, uh, as a business, providing the right type of services and products? Is there a way to change and and not just um, a uh, a continuous improvement, but a step change in improvement, uh, revamping uh, how you offer those products and services, and how do you improve? How do you improve your adoption? Because ultimately, the revenue growth is going to rely on your customer growth. How do you improve that, and can you do that with digital? Yeah, I think it's a very good point. I think we do it today. Organizations do it today with you know, you know understanding their needs, the their their pains, and and really developing products and services that they ultimately buy. But how do you close that loop with that satisfaction, and then tie that back into your overall product development and customer experience? Right. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, right? How do you digitally make that seamless, where the iterative process is getting better? Just in, in general, without you know going through different surveys, manual discussions, how can we find out better insights with digital technologies, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's the key, right? There's a few areas there that are really 
transforming the the arenas in different spaces. So I think that's a really key key component there. But um, you know, if we if we start looking at that and and trying to really dissect, you know, people, right? When we talk about the people component of this, you know, we talk about how it benefits people. You know, when we look at the organization, does the organization have more information or they, do they have, you know, key drivers that drive the organization, right? You know, from a KPI perspective, usually it's one group of people that understands what they are, but can you drill those down mm-hmm. to individual roles and people to actually understand their day-to-day jobs and what they're supposed to be doing and how effective they are and almost a, digitally, a digital scorecard or tracking mechanism that can get them yeah. to do the behaviors that you want, right? I mean, that's kind of some of the neat things that are happening around that space, right? And, and also so. with people, you know, most digital technologies are fundamentally changing how they do their work. And what that means is uh, they're, they're drastically, you know, either improving how well they do their job or changing how they do their job, whether you go from something very simple as paper to digital. Um, it's not, what I'm trying to say is it's not just an incremental change in, hey, a better software that you start to use. We're talking about digital transformation that is truly transforming the way you work, the way you um, do your job. And a lot of the times, you know, uh, digital tools allow you, uh, and like you said, uh, from a data perspective, more more transparency, more information, uh, ability to, to, to act quickly, um, act decisively, you can, um, also, uh, better understand the context around the decision-making process. You're not siloed to a certain type of data. You now have a much broader view to that data. So there's, you know, from a people perspective, uh, the the changes um, that the digital transformation is seeking is massive. Yeah, I mean, you're really changing the, you know, the the whole mindset of roles and responsibilities if and, you think about culture it. is a big big word for us and, and it's it's a big topic for us and, and i think it you know while we're not going to get into that this in this session um that cultural change is kind of intrinsically tied to to the the digital transformation and it's it's tied to uh you know it's tied to the hips one drives the other right yeah and you start looking at that culture change from you know, the status quo, the way we used to do things to how do we become more of a, a digital, a data-driven company, right? Yep. Data-driven culture is what we, we hear out in the, in the, in the, um, in the environment that, that, that's out, that's actually going through. So when we talk about data-driven insights, what are mm-hmm. we really thinking about? That's one component in this that I think is unique, right? And what we really mean by this is, is how do you take data that is somewhat not clearly visible and make some insights to help you make decisions affecting your organization in a very high confidence way right Mm -hmm. typically you would have executives or people kind of you know gathering reports and, and understanding what's going on and then making the best decision with you know two day three day four day old data but how can you actually create an environment where data is coming in rapidly the velocity and the volume is coming in almost in real time near real time affecting the decision making right pooling you to better decisions in a much quicker you know time frame i think that's a very yeah it's a very big it's a very big piece on how 
you're going to be able to compete moving forward in the new age of the digital transformation world. Yeah. So. And also data can be misleading. So working, learning to work with data, learning to work with insights is a cultural shift, right? Knowing the context of the data is, are you looking at the wrong type of correlation, right? Are you looking at the wrong type of uh, data in a wrong context? That means that leads you to the wrong path. So it, it is a, an iterative process of really kind of learning to work with data, learning to make your decisions on data. Of course, you know, there's other pieces that come into play, but really data has to mostly drive your decisions, right? Yeah, I think um, that's kind of the, the standard that most, most um, organizations are trying to strive to. It's organizing that, right? How do we figure out where we start, how do we organize this, and how do we really make value of that, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you see some of our previous uh, sessions, our podcasts, you'll, you'll go, we go into some details on, on where some of those examples might be. But, you know, really, this this agility, we talk about agility, and maybe even from a business model change, they kind of correlate and, and interlink with innovation as well. These are all kind of starting to kind of blur the lines of the benefits here. But if you can actually be agile enough of a business to be innovative quickly to change your business model, going after new customers, markets, or even different segments, uh, introducing new products and things that are kind of coming in and what you're seeing, yep. provides a drastic different model yep. on how you operate, right? How you innovate, your traditional R&Ds, your agility methods, what, you know, you're always targeting certain markets, but you can open up different verticals, create revenue impact fast. Or, or even disrupt yourself, you know. Absolutely. Netflix reminds me of that, right? I mean, while they had a CD mail business, mailing business, right? Um, they chose to disrupt themselves and go with a different model to, to continue to push and, you know, drive towards a digital delivery model kind of eat, kind of uh, essentially eating up their own mail order business. So you have to be constantly looking for ways to disrupt yourself, disrupt the market, disrupt business models that you're that you're currently in. And that comes from like you said, it could be data driven insights, it could be that innovative agile way of thinking. But in some ways, you know, one of the things that we've pointed out there is the revenue impact. So one of the ways you would impact that up uh, top line revenue could be by creating new models, exactly. by creating I mean, new businesses. Well, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're trying to create new revenue streams, whether it's going after different verticals through products or, mm -hmm. or actually getting more pull through from what you have. But, you know, how do you get more product pull through without that, as we mentioned in the very beginning, tying this back to the customer experience and tying that loop and the satisfaction and understanding how the products are actually affecting their overall transformation or, or their business as well, right? So, you know, having better visibility, better understanding mm -hmm. of how you're affecting the everyday life of your customer can really bring that whole chain. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, right? So, and I think we can go into kind of the last two areas, uh, you know, transparency and co collaboration, because I think that kind of ties into a little bit of the, the people aspect, but also the culture and the organization in general, um, collaboration becomes a big deal, right? I mean, when you start looking at, you know, the data that's available, the knowledge that that everyone is sharing across the organization, it's all there. You know, everyone is looking at the same data, mm 
the same information that's that's coming through the transom and and they're able to say how can i affect this organization in a great way you know one of the biggest challenges is a lot of people have great ideas but they don't have all the information or key information to be able to understand if these ideas will work well in the organization or with the overall business uh, in general you know how do you increase that ideation collaboration um, and, and really bring your organization to become one versus siloed and many. So Yeah, and a lot of the times those silos are created by systems. Uh, and sometimes it's cultural. But by bringing the data together, many teams are looking the same set of data for the decision making. And they all know why they're rowing in the same direction. Um, and, and in general, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. We are driven... Um, to more collaboration through te technology as well, whether that's from a mobility standpoint, whether it's uh, the new generation that is, you know, uh, consuming data in a different way, um, there is a a natural push towards collaboration. You know, singular sort of central, you know, truth where that that data is 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 considered, you know, true as well as. Uh, a common kind of platform where they can make decisions from. Um, a couple of things that, you know, we have it up on the screen, but we didn't really talk about is the revenue and the cost impact, right? This is something that everybody talks about, which was probably one of the reasons why we didn't really push, you know, or talk about it in the beginning. But, you know, I think it's it's worth mentioning the cost side of it. Um, a lot of the times when digital transformation efforts are being implemented, they're looking for what sort of impact they can do to the bottom line, whether it's improving predictability of, of uh, an event uh, when it comes to maintenance or, or downtime, or being able to save 2%, 5% uh, from an energy perspective. You know, those are like bottom line savings that, that could make a big difference for a business. Yeah, I think it's, 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 it's very similar to running a, a train station or a, an operations air traffic controller. You're trying to get as much information as you can to be able to coordinate everything in the right way at the best optimal and efficient way, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, once you start understanding that, then you can start, you know, becoming more efficient, understanding where there's room for improvement, and ultimately see where the opportunity takes you because you're going to open up more, you know, different types of innovation that can drive more revenue impact, but also since you're saving, how do you invest that back into your overall uh, organization? So, a lot of things that that are that are possible that are possible with digital transformation. But the benefits, you know, which we didn't really talk about too much, the tangible versus the non-tangible, which we kind of went through a little bit in the revenue and costs, which are more on the tangible side. But the non-tangible, the other ones that that we discussed briefly, that can really ignite the uh, the organization to become a better self. So. It may be worth uh, summarizing this quickly for those that are not able to see the screen, for those that are on our podcast, right? Yeah. So the things that we talked about today, uh, primarily around transforming customer experience, um, impacting uh, people positively as, as uh, there is significant change in how they work, uh, positive impact um, from a revenue perspective, uh, improving the, the cost structure of the business, making operational improvements, um, improving, uh, y you know, your data-driven decision-making capability, and which is cultural within the organization, 
improving the ability to innovate by being agile and and potentially changing the business models or innovating or disrupting your own business model, going after new customers and new markets and so on. And then we also talked about increased transparency um, from a data perspective and improving collaboration with people um, within the organization and with customers. There, I think once once we really look at all these different areas, there's a lot of you know different benefits that are inside these individual buckets. Um, stay tuned for uh, deeper dives into each one of these um, areas as we start uh, bringing out more of the the content around each specific benefit um, in the future. So again, thank you all for joining. Hari and Omar signing off.